Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbert along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music on this. Hump day? Insert prior to that please. Wet, deluged, saturated, soaked, good grief. Where's the ark? I can hear the rain coming through the sound in my headset. It is just trouncing the roof of the building here. Jeez. And there's not an end in sight. What's up now? What are we saying? What's the forecast? Well, we now have a 30% chance of rain on Saturday for central Mississippi. So the one day where we were going to get some respite from the rain is now 30 a 30% chance of the wet stuff. I'm going to where it's dry. Will you tell me where that is? Uh, the driest part of the Magnolia State is probably North Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, because but even they've had some showers pop up here and there. Jeez. Uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. Totally. Yeah, I hear it. Unbelievable. Well... It is what it is, as they say, right? On the program today, Dr. Idilo Subaral, Dean of the College of Osteopathic Medicine and Professor of Clinical Sciences at William Carey University. So as it turns out, as I understand it, the College of Osteopathic Medicine is the largest medical school in the state, that college at William Carey. That's, that's fascinating, my view. And then uh, Mary, uh, Mary Geeter, Contract Compliance Specialist and Aviation Industry Day Lead for the Jackson Municipal Airport Authority. You know, they're combining with the Golden Triangle Regional Airport and the Gulfport Biloxi International Airport for Aviation Industry Day. So... Looking forward to those interviews. That's coming up at 11.05. Uh, Dr. Idolo Subaral at uh, 10.20. Should be a good day here on middays. We are safe and sound and dry. I didn't have too difficult a time making my way into the studio this morning, by the way. The uh, parking lot, not quite as flooded as it was yesterday, so I think I'll be able to keep my socks and shoes on today. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just planned ahead. I wore Chacos to work and brought my shoes with me in a plastic bag that's, when I got here. Uh, that's the way to do it. Open toe, right? Oh, yeah. Hiking sandals. Vicky in Clarksdale says, wish, wish we could get rain. Vicky, I wish we could send you some. <laughs> kind of the way it is. Uh, some sad news to report from the world of sports. Lynn Dawson, Hall of Fame quarterback, died at the age of 87 yesterday. Uh, very sad to see that. He was, of course, a star in the NFL, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, led them to a Super Bowl win. That was back in the 70s, early 70s, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he was also a very uh, successful broadcaster. And I recall his show on um, HBO. Inside the NFL, he hosted that along with Miami Dolphins uh, linebacker. I think it was a linebacker. Maybe he was an end. Nick Buonacani. They were great together. I really, as a, as a kid, loved to watch that show every week, their analysis of the NFL. But 87 years old, what a uh, he was a fantastic conversationalist, I think, in sports, NFL football analyst, a legend in Kansas City, no doubt, and I don't know, I kind of miss those old days of football when it was just grinded out and those offensive linemen wore those those uh, helmets with a face mask that looked like you were in prison, <laughs> so to speak. Well, it's a blessing and a curse because the NFL is the, the basically the pinnacle of human athleticism and just freakishly large human beings and that allows for a a larger spectacle a a wilder game than is possible from the older generations but with those older generations you could relate more to the players because i mean even some of the top stars of the time like terry bradshaw would show up to the stadium in an old pickup truck yeah that looked like anybody else could be driving it yeah so there was a relatability there, and you had you for the longest time in NFL history, before the modern era, you had people that would have other jobs outside the NFL. That's true. Couldn't make enough money, right? Doing it back then, boy, how that's ever changed. So it's it's a blessing and a curse. You get these these wilder displays of human capability because the athleticism is just on off the charts compared to the older generations. No but doubt, you lose that relatability. No doubt. Uh, they were rugged individuals, were they, back in those days? Not saying they're not now, but it, it was, uh, I think it was a little bit more blue-collar type. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. In those days. So, In the meantime, we are on the edge of our seats awaiting for the president to announce the cancellation of student debt. It is expected, he's going to tell us today, that at least $10,000 of uh, loan forgiveness will is coming, and uh, that will apply to those whose income is less than $125,000 annually. And there's going to be another, it's expected we're going to have another payment freeze, pause on repayment of student debt 
That is scheduled to expire at the end of this month, and it is expected to be extended out at least for another four months through the end of this year. So this uh, this ten thousand bucks is expected to cost taxpayers three hundred billion dollars. Of course, there is one point six trillion of outstanding student debt. Uh, in this country. Which is why you're already hearing some rumblings from the far left that this is not enough. He's not going far enough. Or my my favorite rumbling that I didn't realize was going to be a rumbling on social media is the arguments happening between people that are seemingly from the left side of the political spectrum debating about the mechanism for the forgiveness. Are they going to have to ask for the forgiveness? Or are the lenders just going to blanket do it for them? Jeez. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, have we gotten to a point in this country, it's kind of, it's kind of like it's, it's Christmas morning. I know uh, the left wants us to be a secular nation, but most people in this country still celebrate Christmas. They're, they're Christians. Uh, but it's kind of like Christmas morning, and you're opening up gifts, and you're mad because it's not what you wanted, right? You're sour about... <laughs> these gifts, they're gifts that somebody gave you. Gifts, as in didn't cost you anything. An act of kindness, a gesture. And you're mad about that. You're sulking. You're complaining. Well, that's what this is. And in fact, the NAACP president trashed these plans. And basically, this Derek Johnson is the president of the NAACP. He's saying that uh, it's leaving black people behind. Quote, if the rumors are true, we've got a problem. And tragically, we've experienced this so many times before. The interstate highway system devastated black communities, Johnson said in his statement. He said welfare reform tossed poor people of color by the wayside. That sounds to me like sour grapes, that he's mad about this gift from taxpayers to forgive. He says that the $10,000 does Derek Johnson, president of the NAACP, says that the $10,000 in forgiveness for every borrow, in addition to the extension of the pause in repayment, is not enough, especially for black people. Not enough. That gift you gave me on Christmas morning, that's not enough, Mom and Dad. Dead gummit. Open them stores up, go back and buy me some more stuff. I mean, that's what this says. Am I missing it? That's what that's that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. It is totally crazy. Totally crazy. You got me a car, but I wanted a pony. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Perfect. That's exactly it. Uh, we're spoiled rotten in this country is the bottom line, aren't we? We're spoiled rotten. We're, we are. rest of the world's trying to worry about how to eat. Not the rest, but a lot of people have very destitute circumstances. And we're mad because we only got $10,000 gift of student debt forgiveness. Unbelievable. We'll talk about that some more on the program, but we got a break coming our way right now. And then uh, Dr. Idolo Sabaro, Dean of the College of Osteopathic Medicine and Professor of Clinical Science at William Carey University, up next. 
teach you mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. At Community Bank, we believe our success lies in our continued commitment to community and upholding the same small-town values that we were founded upon. We are relationship bankers. Whether you're trying to grow your business, grow your savings for your future, or building your dream home for your family, we are committed to helping you achieve your goals. Community Bank, a bank that knows community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios on this rainy Wednesday, also known as Hump Day. 
Joining us now, Dr. Idolo Sabaro, Dean of the College of Osteopathic Medicine and Professor of Clinical Sciences at William Carey University. Doctor, thanks for coming on, sir. Oh, thank you, Gerard. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. So I was intrigued to learn that the College of Osteopathic Medicine at William Carey University is the largest medical school in the state. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, we have uh, recently admitted uh, 206 students into this class, and we, it's been part of a class size increase that we've had over the past uh, three years. Uh, but we're very excited, and, and at this point, with our admission of our 200 students, we've become the largest medical school in Mississippi. All right, well, tell us about exactly how the practice of osteopathic medicine, how does that differ, if it does in any way, with just traditional medicine? Well, well, thank you for asking. You know, um, you know in, in this country, we have, there are actually two types of physicians. Most folks know the MD because that there's more of them. Uh, about 17% uh, though of physicians, it's about 170 to 180,000 doctors have a title that says DO. And um, a DO goes through four years of medical school, takes the same courses as an MD. We have a slight philosophical uh, emphasis on a little bit more uh, a study in the musculoskeletal system, the anatomy. Um, but as far as everything else, we, we learn the same uh, material, we go into uh, the hospitals and learn the same things. And then after uh, four years, we graduate with a DO degree and we go on to do a residency program and we can go into any specialty of medicine. Um, most DOs focus on um, primary care uh, and primary care, we, the way we look at primary care, uh, the specialties are included include family medicine, internal medicine, pediatrics, obstetrics, and psychiatry. That's sort of how we look at uh, primary care. Okay. So most of our graduates go into that, but we've got a number that go into you know dermatology, general surgery, ophthalmology, uh, etc. Are there any limitations on a DO versus an MD? Any, any anything with respect to perhaps prescribing medicine, or I don't know any any other things that would require an MD relative or versus I should say a DO. Absolutely not. We are fully licensed uh, to be able to practice uh, in all fields of specialty and uh, licenses at the same level of as, as our MD brethren okay. um, and go through board certification and hospital privileging in the same way. Yeah. Is, is this, do you see this doctor as, as a way to address the overall physician shortage? Absolutely. You know, Mississippi obviously is it's one of the big issues in this state. We have a significant access to care issue. Yeah. Uh, fewest number of primary care physicians per capita uh, of any state. And so, you know, uh, that the, the primary care physician is your doctor in your neighborhood, the doctor in your on your block. And so if you got a sore throat or you've got an, an issue, you can go to that doctor. But also it's where trust is built and you can have conversations about preventing illnesses in the first place. So to me, the primary care doc is that keystone, that foundation for the healthcare system. And, um, and that's what our focus is as a DO. Our focus is in our, in our uh, medical school is to graduate doctors with a strong foundation in primary care to practice in rural and underserved settings. Um, and, and, and for us, most DOs just in general, I believe over 50% of DOs 
that are licensed in, in this country go into primary care or are practicing in a primary care field. What about the incoming class at, at the college at, at William Carey, at the College of Osteopathic Medicine? Uh, up, down, about the same? You see your numbers growing? Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're absolutely thrilled. And, and I can tell you, Gerard, you're, you're a good man. I was listening to your show just before I got on. And something, there are things that, that we have to realize in life. There are challenges that are unforeseen, challenges that, uh, you know, you don't expect. And when we decided to go into our growth, we were at a class size of 100 in about, I think it was about 2018, and we put in a proposal to grow the school. And we have to go through an accreditor to get their permission to be able to achieve that. Sure. Um, but, you know, going through this process, we grew through COVID. We grew through economic challenges. We grew through you know the issues we got with inflation. All yeah. these challenges that are facing us, we grew. And if you were to ask me uh, before we start, if you were to tell me and say, hey, Dr. Subarau, I gotta tell you something. If you choose to grow, I just want you to know there's gonna be a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> there's gonna be an inflationary uh, challenge, you know, surge and, and supply chain issues and all these other things. Uh, are you sure you really want to grow? And I can tell you that I, as a man, would say no. But we believe, you know, we're, we're men of faith. We believe in God and God's divine hand. And I, I'm telling you, God's divine hand has led us through this. And and it's beautiful to see. And when you see the, the students, the eager students that we've got, and you can see the smiles on their faces. And we always try to recruit students with a servant's heart. Sure. Because we want them, you know, if they got a servant's heart. We want to nurture them that they can go out and one day be a servant physician, and we think that's what's going to lead you into primary care. Wow, that's awesome. And, and you touched on something as well, of course, uh, the physician shortage is nationwide, but I think it's fairly acute here in Mississippi, in, in particular because we're a rural state. And, and yes. you know, I don't, I don't blame uh, those who, who graduate uh, from the college uh, or, or practicing physicians, DOs, they want to go where they can have customers, where they can have uh, folks yes. that need their services. That's how they make their living. And so it, it kind of yes. leaves a hole and a void in the rural areas. But this is something we got to address, and it sounds like you guys are aware of that and are thinking about that. Well, our curriculum, we, we don't have a large academic medical center in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, that yeah. all our students go through for all four years. For the first two years, they're in Hattiesburg. Then. For years three and four, they actually go out to eight hub sites in the state of Mississippi. We also have a, couple, a few hub sites in Louisiana, but the majority of our students are training in Mississippi and they go to these hub sites and they're in the Delta, they're in Macomb, they're in Meridian, they're around the state uh, and we blanket the state. And when those students go into those areas, they're not there for a month, they're not there for a few weeks, they're there for about a year and a half and they can choose to be there for up to two years. And so when they're there, they really, you know, they're molded and uh, influenced by the doctors and those preceptors that are training them. And I think, you know, they become part of the fabric of the community. And what we see is that that, that drives them, that drives their passion for being a good clinician and imparts in them the possibilities. Like this is the community I, you know, I'd like to practice in okay. someday. And so uh, for us, we think that's part of the, that, that is part of the secret sauce. Okay, getting their feet wet a little bit and being around some people they trust and that mentor them and they decide to make that uh, their permanent home to set up shop. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Um, uh, Dr. Subaroso, 
I've always thought that uh, as someone who come from the IT world um, and, and watch the uh, incredible innovation over three decades, human innovation is the way we solve human problems. And healthcare is yes. no exception. And in fact, when we talk a lot about the rising cost of, of, of healthcare, I've always felt the way to solve this problem is not with a bunch of laws that change the way insurance works. It's through human innovation. How are you guys incorporating that into your curriculum, and how do you feel about that in general? I think it, absolutely. I think um, our physicians uh, nowadays are empowered that much more with sort of the technology that they have. So in our curriculum, we focus, one thing we're focusing in is on, is on ultrasound and the use of ultrasound to be able to be the new stethoscope. So if I, the historical stethoscope, we just listen to the audio of your heart. But with a stethoscope, uh, with an ultrasound, we can visualize it. We're looking at wearable devices. So if folks have diabetes and hypertension, they can wear these wearable devices. They can go into the cloud and we can have alerts and, and we can have a little bit more, uh, a little bit more uh, man better management uh, of chronic uh, disease. So certainly technology can become part of a, a powerful uh, efficiency and aid uh, to the physician, and, but we just have to teach them to know how to use these tools sure. and know that that's evolving. But it will never, one thing I want to be clear, it'll never replace the, the hand of the doctor at the bedside of that patient that's going through something very challenging uh, and the trust there to be able to talk to the patient Agree. and let them know that you know we're there for you uh, and we're going to be there uh, with your family and do whatever we have to do to, to get you through this. I agree. Their, their enhancement tools is what they are th that uh, are to be used by the physician, by the doctors uh, to, uh, to cure and to comfort. That's really what it's all about. Doctor, it's been fascinating. Appreciate you joining us today and congratulations on all the success there at uh, the osteopathic um, uh, medicine, the School of Osteopathic Medicine at uh, William Carey and look forward to talking to you soon. Hey, thank you so much. And you, you know, we gave you a mouthful to say. You, you did, did a great job with it every <laughs> time. So God bless you, sir. Thank you. you. Take care. Have a great show. Thank you. We'll be back with more on midday. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and possible thunderstorms, high near 79. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely as well, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your Thursday, more rain in the forecast, 90% chance, high near 84. And finally, Friday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. 
At Albritton's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen Albritton's as their diamond store. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If you plan on taking a Greyhound bus to Jackson, you shouldn't. On Monday, it was announced that Greyhound had moved business from Union Station in downtown to Love's Travel Stop in Flowood. However, on Wednesday, Flowood City Attorney Rusty Fordenberry informed Super Talk News that the transit company was no longer operating from the truck stop. That property is zoned for C3, which does not include uh, mass uh, transportation facilities or transportation terminals. So we simply sent a cease and desist letter Tuesday morning. It's my understanding they're no longer picking up passengers in Flowood. And I, I don't know where they're doing it now. I've not kept up with them since. And a listening event will be held in Rolling Fork today regarding the canceled Yazoo Pumps project. In attendance will be Congressman Benny Thompson as well as Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006.
Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Supertalk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Super Talk Mississippi, we thank you so much for joining us on this hump day. 30 years ago, Hurricane Andrew. Remember that? Ravaged Florida. I really appreciate uh, Dr. Subaru coming on uh, the program. Did I say his name right? I forget now. I believe so. I think so. Uh, Yeah, it is a mouthful. Dean of the College of Osteopathic Medicine and Professor of Clinical Sciences at William Carey University. But that was fascinating. I appreciate him coming on. That was good, uh, good discussion and uh, learned a lot. And in fact, Gary and Meridian weighed in on the C Spire text line, which is, of course, 601-879-4395. Had the privilege of working alongside many DOs while serving eight years as a corpsman in the Navy. As a general rule, they were extremely empathetic, had an excellent bedside manner, intended to answer any questions that I had. Appreciate you sharing that, Gary. And hopefully uh, Dr. Subaru was able to stay on and listen to that on the broadcast, but we'll pass that on to him one way or another. But that's uh, it's good feedback. Appreciate that. Um, but uh, also interesting to know, really fascinated to know, Rhino, that that's the largest medical school in the state. Interesting. But um, I I know it's a great, great school, great college, William Carey University. Produce a lot of good folks and plays pretty good baseball down there, too, don't they? No doubt about it. Uh, Let's see here. Somebody said uh, it's raining in Meridian. Who sent us that? Gary in Meridian also said that. Yeah. He sent that as well. Just letting you know, it's raining here in Meridian. I'm watching it. It's just draped across the, sort of the, if you divided the state into thirds, it's like the center third is getting deluged at the present as it sweeps through. Jerry in Waynesboro is talking about uh, Saban. You talked about this yesterday off the air. Tell everybody about this new contract. If I'm not mistaken, it's an eight- or nine-year contract worth $94 million. I think it's eight years, actually. Yeah, I'm looking at it, too, and that's uh, the uh, screenshot that Jerry and Waynesboro sent. That's what it says, eight-year contract, $94 million. So if there was any question about Saban slowing down and hanging it up, it doesn't appear to be the case. It's incredible, isn't it? That is a lot of dough. 
Uh, no doubt about it. Well, okay. I mean, considering the new NIL rules and the ability of Alabama boosters to funnel money to recruits before the NIL, seems like his job just got easier. I would agree. I would agree. I, how old is he? He's in his late 60s, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we'll 70. Look. 70, okay. Close. He'll be 71 on Halloween. 71. Just uh, some other, I guess, high-profile college coaches. Jimbo Fisher, 56. Kirby Smart, 46. Interesting. So He's we the got same him. age as Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's right. Belichick is also 70. How about that? So, Which one would you guess was older, just looking at him? Him or Bill Belichick? Belichick. Definitely. Yeah. Looks worn out, doesn't he? Well, he's always mad. <laughs> well, they're both always mad, I guess. Belichick I think, is a little I bit... I think both of them have a similar approach to the media, where that's their, yeah, that's their I agree. kind of prickly, porcupine attitude towards media. But then, if you talk to anybody that's played for them, they, it, it's almost like they they would... The coach would give them the shirt off their back if they needed it. Like they were just good-hearted yeah. people. So it's yeah. it's this weird two duality, this two-facedness. Yeah, it's it's kind of a juxtaposition, right, of personalities. But there are a lot of people like that. They oh, de- yeah. they demand a lot. They believe in excellence. They won't settle for anything less. But they're they're deep. In their, in, their, in their body, they're just good, kind-hearted, unselfish people. And a lot of, I think, that pushing and a lot of that demand, which can, uh, if you're on the other side of that, just maddens you, right? Stresses you out because the, the expectation is so high. It's because they know your potential, and they're trying to push you to achieve that potential. And they get mad. I mean... On a teeny tiny small scale, I've had that experience just coaching youth sports. When you have a kid that you know has got all the talent in the world and the making of a fantastic player, but they're hard-headed. They won't listen. They're selfish. And that's what I tell all my young baseball players. Two things that will keep you from succeeding in this game is you're selfish and you can't deal with failure. And that's... uh, the nature of certainly the game, but, and you know, the other thing I tell them is when I'm, and I don't ever berate kids, and anybody's watched me coach and, and seen that, do I raise my voice at them? Yeah. Berate them? Embarrass them? Never. Don't do that. Raise my voice? Yeah. To make a point? Yeah. And especially at practice, right? Not games so much, but what I tell them and make sure the parents knew as well, when I stop yelling at you, that's when you got to worry. That means I've written you off because you've written yourself off, and I can't help you. As long as I'm yelling at you, as long as I'm, I'm still engaged with you, you're in good shape. But when I see that you've written it off and you don't care, I'm not wasting my time. I'm working on the kids that do. And I'm going to yell at them. It's just as simple as that. Uh, but Saban, I don't think it often gets discussed exactly how somebody of his caliber has, has not only obviously won the national championship, made Alabama 
way above everybody else in that category, but what he's done for the economy. There's a lot. I've actually done some research on that. What he's done for the economy of Alabama, of the University of Alabama, because you know as well as I do, like it or not, a lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to school there. They won the national championship football. They're pretty good. I mean, it's just true. Oh, yeah. It enters into the decision quite a bit. So how do you how do you put a price on that? How do you put a value on that? What did Patton say? Americans love a winner. Love a winner. Yeah. He's, he goes on to say, what the champion marble player, the fastest runner. They love a winner. Yeah. I'm with him. I agree. That's why we rant so much about this march to mediocrity. I hate mediocrity. But so much of the left's ideology is rooted in mediocrity. Let's all just revert to the mean, right? Instead of, oh, we can't have anybody excel. Oh, no. Can't do that. Might hurt somebody's little fee wings. Right. By the way, I... I just got a notification on my phone, uh, on top of the flash flood <laughs> notification that we're all getting, that uh, it's official that Joe Biden has canceled debt. Uh, the ten, he's gone, moved forward with a ten thousand dollar plan. Are you seeing that? Um, I mean, I know it's expected today, but uh, the notification I got. Yeah, they uh, they tweeted it out just a few minutes ago. The infographic that was tweeted out at POTUS. Okay. Uh, it says the Biden administration's student loan debt plan, forgiving debt, twenty thousand dollars if you went to college on Pell grants, ten thousand dollars if you didn't receive Pell grants. Okay. Forgiveness only applies to those earning less than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. The student loan pause extended one final time through December 31st, and the payment based on income, if you have undergraduate loans, you can cap repayment at 5% of your monthly income. Yeah. By the way, Mose asked a good question. How does the president have the authority to forgive loans? Was it the program set up through legislation? How does he get to overrule another branch of government? It's because it's federal loans. I mean, so that's what the attorney general has ruled, that because this these are loans from the federal government that the president has the legal authority to essentially enact wide-scale student loan cancellation for every federal student loan uh, where the borrower um, lo- uh, I, I took out that loan under the Higher Education Act of 1964. That's according to uh, every report I could find on the matter. So. About face from April, though, with, uh, well, we'll get, well, I got time. People think that the President of the United States, is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the President of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. Huh. She went on to say he does not, but it froze on me. Huh. Well, she just wanted to be in on the action to get credit for it. That's all that's about. It's ridiculous. Chicago bumping us out of this segment here a little 25 or 6 to 4. We're going to take a break on middays. Once again, we're in the Element Well Studios. By the way, after the 11 o'clock break, it's uh, Mary Geeter, Contract Compliance Specialist in Aviation Industry Day Lead for the Jackson Municipal Airport Authority. Stay with us.
Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is the morning agri-market report for the Super Talk Agri-News Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading up this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 104 to 33,014. The Nasdaq is up 89 to 12,470. And the S&P 500 is up 19 to 41,48. From the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton is up 163 to 113.86. March cotton is up 160 to 110.67. At the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans are down three and a quarter to 14.57 and three quarters a bushel. January soybeans are down four to 14.62 and three quarters a bushel. December corn is down three and three quarters to 651 and a half a bushel. March corn is down four and a quarter to 657 a bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle are down a quarter to 144.35. December live cattle are down 12 cents to 150.55. October live feeders are up 92 cents to 185.37. And November live feeders are up 87 cents to 187.30. For the Super Talk Agri-News Network, I'm Bob Sullender. Do you ever feel like you're in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators are sure you'll always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com today. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. She was uh, Mike and Fannin sent us a photo. My lower lot in Fannin flooded. Friend of mine just sent a short video of uh, the Neshoba County Fairgrounds, the cabins around the track there. I sent it to Rhino. You believe that? That's a lot of water. Gee, that's a lake. On the fairgrounds, essentially. The most recent update from the National Weather Service does have a flash flood warning remaining in place until, oh, it depends on where you are, really, is when it's going to end. It could end as late as 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. It says that between 6 to 10 inches of rain have fallen in some areas, and additional rainfall amounts of 2 to 4 inches are possible. Some of the locations that will experience flash flooding include Canton, Philadelphia, Carthage, Edinburgh, Pearl River, Neshoba, Tuscola, Singleton, Renfro, Thomastown, Madden, Dowdville, Farmhaven, Camden, yeah. Dixon, Cameron, Sharon, Burnside, Stalo, and Way. Gee. Terry on the ceasefire text line says it's a toad strangler south of Newton. Thank you, Terry. That's uh Terry Burton, of course. Wow. It is. It just draped across the center part of the state here. We did have a report from Jerry in Pontotoc that it's dry and starkful. But, of course, weather's always perfect in bulldog country, according to Jerry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Roll your pants legs up. <laughs> uh, Mike in Gulfport says, talking about coaches, I just was uh, sharing a little bit of my, my personal experience coaching Kids, I'm gonna be coaching the high schoolers again. By the way, this year, as I did last year, was in, was invited back for that. Uh, looking forward to that. That that gets kicked off on September the eighth, I believe. Runs for five weeks. What what a great uh, group we had last year. Lots of prospects, D one, and uh, and just a number of college bound baseball players. They're gonna be playing baseball in college. The, the league is really pretty strong. But Mike in Gulfport says those coaches are also tired of answering dumb questions from talking heads. I had a work mentor that was hard, but went out of his way to push his folks for promotions. Those who couldn't cut it just hated him, just reflected their own shortcomings. That sounds harsh, but life isn't easy. Buck up. Yeah, I agree with you, Mike. And I and it, we were talking about earlier Saban and uh, iconic coaches like that that um, get pretty fired up. Belichick, obviously, is another one. He's just stressed all the time. I think So I think Saban kind of releases his stress. That's what probably keeps him looking a little younger. <laughs> Belichick keeps his in, doesn't he? I just he's, don't see how you can be stressed out in a 
in a hoodie with the sleeves cut off. <laughs> it seems like it would be de-stressing in and of itself. Yeah. But both, as you point out, would give you the shirt off their backs. And I think that is true, is it not, of all good coaches. That would be a quality. They, they do care about their players as people, not just players. And they feel invested in them, and they want them to succeed, whether it's in sports or in life or all the above, honestly. And I think would just do anything they can to uh, facilitate that, and that's just what makes them just dang good people. But why don't we hear all the complaints from the left about the pay? I mean, why are people melting down over Nick Saban making $11 million a year? Because they love counting other people's money. Ah, I see. So It's the same reason they were talking about how Elon Musk could have could have fed the hungry with yeah, money he spent to buy right. Twitter. That's right. So that's they got it unfair off the backs of the hard-working employees, right? So we can't let them do that. It's inequality. Well, hell, what about the inequality between Nick Saban and the people on the field playing for him that made him rich? Now, understand, I got no issue with that. That's the market at work. That's the way it's supposed to work, as far as I'm concerned. And if the good people in Alabama... Uh, they have a compensation committee say, we need to pay this guy, give him a contract for eight years. So be it. Butt out, government. But, Lord have mercy, you hear about a CEO that makes that kind of money that has, oh, I don't know, a million employees they got to worry about? And the government always on them? The long arm, high boot of government? Oh, well, they're not, they shouldn't make that much. They're doing it on the backs of those workers. How many people you think can run a company with a million employees? Fewer that can coach football, I guarantee you that. Unbelievable. Yeah, I get on a rant on that. It's just, just butt out. Let the, let the market do its job. We're going to take a break right here. We are in the Element Well Studios. We're coming back with uh, Mary Jeter, the contract compliance specialist in Aviation Industry Day lead for... Jackson Municipal Airport Authority, and also L. Sherry uh, Dean, the Director of Communications of Marketing and PR at JMAA. We'll be right back. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Lillian Wu. Some high-profile face-off now set for November. Fox's Marianne Rafferty on primary results. In the Sunshine State's governor's race, Charlie Crist defeats Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed, who was favored to win before Crist threw his head into the ring. Crist will now face Governor Ron DeSantis, who vows to continue the fight against Biden's destructive policies. Crist insisting DeSantis hates democracy. He wants to tell every school board in the state what to do. He wants to tell every county commission in the state what to do. He wants to tell every woman in the state what to do. And in the fight over abortion, a federal judge in Texas temporarily blocks a federal government from enforcing a legal interpretation requiring hospitals in the state to provide abortion services if the life of the mother is at risk. America's listening to Fox News.
So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $10 on Duracell Ultra car batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The congressional midterm elections in Mississippi will be here before you know it, and State Senator Bryce Wiggins, who lost in the June Republican primary for House District 4, says overall he was discouraged by voter turnout across the board. This was important, and it was statewide. Congressional election that determines the future of the House of Representatives, and we had less than 15% turnout. We cannot continue that. In College Hill Presbyterian Church in Oxford, the site of Estelle and William Faulkner's wedding burned down two Saturdays ago, but that hasn't stopped the congregation from worshiping. As of now, all services have been moved to the Fellowship Hall across the street from what remains of the 1844 church, even though College Hill lost pretty much everything, including the original pews, officials are currently working to raise money to rebuild the church. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. As hospitals continue to struggle across the Mississippi Delta, the region's only neonatal intensive care unit has been shut down. The unit, which was part of Delta Health, the medical center, was reportedly losing around $1 million per year. Greenwood LaFleur Hospital, on the other hand, has reopened its doors to outpatients following a defective sewage line that forced the hospital to close its doors for nearly a week. As of now, no timeline is in place for the return of inpatients services at Greenwood LaFleur. And amid a dispute between the city of Ridgeland and its public library over LGBTQ plus books, a standalone contract has been signed between the two parties, sending a third quarter payment that had previously been withheld by Mayor Gene McGee to the library. The library had previously been forced to cut back on its hours of operations until the funding came through, which it now has. With Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm JT Mitchell. 
Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum, Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios on this rather rainy hump day. <laughs> and joining us now, Mary Jeter, the DBE Contract Compliance Specialist and AV Industry, Aviation Industry Day Lead for the Jackson Municipal Airport Authority. Welcome, Mary. Tell us what the DBE, what does that mean exactly? Disadvantaged Business Enterprises. Okay. All right, so you, you work with uh, DBEs to secure contracts for the Municipal Airport Authority? We work with DBEs in order to assist them, not so much as in securing contracts, but to get them to the part where they know about the various programs okay. and also provide training and assist them in guiding them into getting proposals completed. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. I understand. All right, so you've got Aviation Industry Day coming up uh, pretty soon here, August 31st, right? August the 31st at the at the Heinz Community College, the Clyde Muse Auditorium, starting at 11 a.m., ending around 4.30. That event will consist of basically bridging the gap for the for the community to know about various projects from Jackson Municipal Airport, Golden Triangle Airport, and the Gulfport Biloxi Airport, um, their procurement process, and to let us let let you know about future events in 2024, our activities that will be uh, outsourcing also. So is this kind of, uh, then Mary, is this kind of geared for prospective vendors? This is geared towards business owners, community leaders, corporations, stakeholders, nonprofit, city and state officials, okay. and federal officials also. Gotcha. And, it, and it's a joint effort between uh, Jackson Municipal Airport, you said Golden Triangle, and Biloxi. Correct. It is Gulfport a Biloxi. Gulfport Biloxi mm -hmm. and Golden Triangle. This is a program that they've had for several years, and we're continuing that process because we believe in coming together and making the community aware of our efforts in order to do business with small businesses. 
Yeah. Are there some projects on the boards you can tell us about at these airports? I'm not the one to discuss the projects. I'm the one to bring the opportunities, well, the information to the community. Okay. That will be discussed on uh, at the event on August the 31st. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, expecting that those will provide opportunities, in particular for DBEs, right? In particular for DBEs and for non-DBEs also. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is this federal funding, uh, state combination? You have federal and state funding and local funding funding by JMAA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the, the entire aviation industry, especially the commercial aviation industry, has really been turned upside down with the pandemic. Uh, it's no secret that there's uh, a personnel shortage is causing problems. We've even seen some of the major airports in the country that have have reduced the number of flights, saying they just simply can't can't service them, handle them. It's actually a global problem. Correct. Uh, are, are we having that issue that that you're aware of here in Jackson? That would be something that you would have upper management to talk about okay. on our um, employee side and our relationship, also uh, as extend from hiring. That would not be my field. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is is this event coming up, uh, the Aviation Industry Day, is that a single day? Event? It is one day. Oh, it's a one-day event. Yes, sir. From and 11, again, from 11 to 4.30. Will there be exhibitors? There the will event? be exhibitors at the event. Um, there, If you visit our website at JMAA and go under uh, Aviation Industry Day, you will be able to uh, register which we were providing a free meal. Uh, you pick your choice of the options there, and then you can also register as an uh, exhibitor. There's a cost to go along with that. You have a choice of the general in sessions or in our pre-function area at the uh, Heinz Class Muse Center, Yeah, and you get to select where, where you want to actually establish your booth. What uh, what typically happens after these events? Do, are, are contracts awarded? People hired? What are the good results? That you comes out actually of this? get to follow up with the various airport that you want to secure a contract with. Okay. You will actually follow that mainstream. Uh, also, during the process, you will actually follow through with procurement. Procurement okay. will guide you through how you need to actually apply for the either RFP, RFB, RFQ, yeah. and and that's some acronyms that we use in the aviation area. Um, sure. And we could explain, elaborate a little more in the session with that also. Yeah. Okay. So you, basically you're, you're coming to understand the opportunities and then the contracting process, get connected with, register with procurement so yes. you can respond to these RFPs, RFQs, Correct. and RFIs. Cor- cor- yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh, in my career, responded to a few of those uh, the, the, in in the public sector in particular. So yeah, well that that makes perfect sense. So why? What do you, what's the reason for combining uh, the Jackson, the Golden Triangle, and the Gulfport Biloxi regionals into this event? I, we have seven airport, major seven commercial airport lines, okay. and they actually have been our participant over the past years, okay. and we're wanting to keep that effort and to also include other airport as we grow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that makes that makes perfect sense. What about some of the, uh, the existing vendors to the airports? Do they participate? Do you do have some of the existing vendors. We, uh, I, I don't have my list in front of me, but you do have existing vendors there, and you also also, we have new vendors that want to do business with the airport that have uh, uh, actually set up booth, and yeah. they want to participate. So we'll be we will actually be coming together, 
to actually make another community effort of bridging that gap together. I got you. Mm-hmm. Is there an increase in funding that's available to the airports as a result uh, of passing of the infrastructure bill last November? Does does that uh, maybe increase the uh, the monies that come? To, I don't I don't know exactly. I can't remember if there was any funding for airports in general, but. I know in in this country mm-hmm. we're in need of upgrading our airports. Oh, I agree with you totally. But that would be an answer that would have to come yeah. from our, our acting CEO or from someone in that area. Yeah, I was just mm-hmm. wondering if that maybe presented additional opportunities to prospective vendors because you got to have money to to be able to pay for these projects. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, is there anything you can tell us about how it's going at these airports, or, or how about our employments and so forth? No, that would be another issue coming from someone else. I actually handle the aviation okay. and DBE DBE opportunities. I got you. Mm-hmm. How, how many DBEs currently have contracts with the Jackson Municipal Airport? Currently, we have I want to say roughly around about five that do have contracts out there. You okay. have to remember the contracts can be ongoing. Okay. And they take a do uh, take a process, and but we're looking to build a uh, better relationship and more opportunity for. DBEs and non-DBEs also. All right. In, in accordance with uh, your guidelines, mm-hmm. how does one qualify as a DBE? What are the requirements? You there? have several requirements for uh, DBE. If you visit our website, you will. Uh, there's a listing of opportunities, not opportunities, but requirements that you must meet. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat. Um, there is a uh, personal net worth, and then you have some other office of some other things that you must cover and also meet. Okay, mm-hmm. and so uh, is there something that a, a, a person or a contractor has to do? to verify and prove that they qualify? Yes, sir. You have to submit your documentation, and that documentation is actually verified by Mississippi MDOT Department of Transportation oh, okay. and our department also, in order for you to be eligible to be a DBE within the state I got or you. at Jackson Municipal Airport. You wonder, and I know that's obviously one of the purposes of the event, uh, mm-hmm. how many that would qualify that there could be some business opportunity for them just don't know about it. That's correct, and that's one of the reasons why we're having this outreach, so that they can actually come out and learn more about it. We will actually, um, this event will actually be held virtual also, and we will be getting that information out also. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, uh, it seems like a lot of times these sorts of uh, opportunities are out there in these programs. Uh, that are targeted like this, and the, and often the targets are just not aware, That's and correct. and therefore they don't uh, participate. They miss out on the opportunities. That's correct. Interesting. So, uh, do you have counterparts at Gulfport Biloxi and at Golden Triangle at GTR, or do you oversee it for all three? Airports? No, I only oversee for Jackson Municipal Airport, okay. JMAA, and then our our counterpart, Mr. Don Shapley and Mac Dowell, will be there for the other airports. Okay, yes. so they they run those programs. Yes, sir. How how are they doing with respect to DBE contracting? You would have to ask them, sir. Okay. I can only speak on the DBE part for I got JMAA. You. I got you. So I assume you'll be at the event. I will definitely be yeah. at the event. Is there, are there um, addresses, speaking yes, sir. as well? We okay. have guest speakers. Uh, Willie, Commissioner Willie Simmons will uh-huh. be our guest speaker for the event. Uh, FAA, Rans Black, will deliver a welcome. We have welcomes from the local city, city officials. Um, also doing that event, we have 172nd Air Wing Commander yeah. that will be at speaking. At the airport, yeah. Yes, that's that's interesting. 
Uh, so you, all right, so they'll speak. And, and uh, is there anything you want to say to, to people that uh, about uh, who the targets are for attending? I know you said that earlier, but, but I'll, I'll restate do it again. It again. Yeah. It's business owners, commu- community leaders, corporations, stakeholders, nonprofit, city, state, and federal official. Please come out and join us. We expect a wonderful crowd and will be a very informative event. That's 2022 Aviation Industry Day. It's on August 31st, 11 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. at the Clyde Mew Center. Heinz the Community Clyde Mew Center. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate you coming on, Mary. Very informative. Thanks a lot. Thank you. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We're coming right back. Stay with us. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs. Got another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fixit, your local handyman just building a business. Holy freaking drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video, and new customers are still flying in. American Small Business Booms on TikTok. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. 
Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Little Aerosmith. And we are back in the Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. In fact, our good friend Jeremy Nelson from Element Wealth, I think, is scheduled to be on the program this coming Friday. I thought it might make sense because the Fed, once again, those wacky Fed board members, those presidents of the various Fed Reserve banks, the regional banks, they are scheduled to meet, as they do every year. Jackson Hole, Wyoming, going to be talking strategy. And the market is on edge trying to... Uh, Waiting, anticipating that news. Today, the market's up. Dow presently up 145. NASDAQ up a bit as well. Oil is also up. The S&P up 22. Oil, you know, it, it dipped below 90 late last week, but it has been trending upward because Saudi Arabia says, we ain't pumping anymore. You saw that news? And, uh, and so that, of course affects the global supply of oil. But get this, Rhino. Citibank is warning that in the UK, Europe's getting devastated. I mean, we, we are certainly not happy. What is it uh, Commissioner Burl Kane says? We got the blues. <laughs> Remember that? That was awesome. They give you the blues. The price at the pump is giving us all the blues and inflation. But over there in Europe, I mean, you and I have talked about this. They're, they're controlling, not controlling yet, they're citing businesses for bumping their thermostat up. Where's that? Spain, I think, was the Spain, first to jump Italy, on that. And a Italy, of yeah, we're disgusting. Yeah. yeah, 80. And they're experiencing a drought and sweltering heat. So, and. Uh, yeah, the hunger stones are visible in rivers from the 1600s where they. They carved in the side of rocks in the river that the water got here and everyone was hungry. Unbelievable. Everybody's blaming it on climate change, and I'm going, well, what happened back then? Yeah, good point. Lake Mead, you've seen that as well? Oh, well, that's just a nightmare of mismanagement and miscalculations years ago. No doubt. But the drought is – so the report I saw was that 
there's a private marina operator that's used to having to relocate the marina as the water level uh, vacillates. But this year, the number of times they've had to do that is the most ever But because of the drought. But i got to believe there's also some additional mismanagement at play in that as well. I want to say the population drawing water from Lake Mead for daily use is 15 times higher population density than was expected when they calculated the, the volume of Lake Mead, what, half a century ago or Yeah, more? well, that makes sense. Total sense. That's Arizona, Nevada, as I recall, doesn't it? Uh, I think that's the majority of it, yeah. Yeah, on the border there. So anyhow, Citibank, talking about U.K., and mainly driven by energy with the Russia-Ukraine war and the interruption to gas, and it was stupid on their part to discontinue their nuclear pursuits and a lot of other Green New Deal crap. Anyhow, Citibank says they see the U.K. CPI peaking at 18.6% in January and going perhaps all the way up above 20% next, uh, next year, in the early part of 2023. 18%. So all kinds of reports from citizens of the U.K., talking about, I'm having to choose between eating and driving my, my vehicle. Can't get around, but it's either that or I don't eat sort of deal. Really, government. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's government. Government screwing everything up, as they typically do. But have no fear, the Canadian Prime Minister is going to sail to the rescue and... <laughs> Somehow be able to get enough natural gas from Canada to Europe to save the day. That's uh, his plan, at least. Trudeau? Is yeah. that what he said? He's, they're workshopping how they're going to be able to transport <laughs> LNG from the eastern seaboard of Canada to Europe. I got you. And, by the way, I believe gas just hit a record high? It's like if it's not a record, it's the highest it's been in a couple decades. Yeah. 12 to 14x of what it was uh, just a couple of years ago. So get ready for higher gas prices there. But hey, don't worry. You can go down. We can rush down to Lowe's and buy you an electric electric appliances such as an electric hot water heater and um, stove. What do they call them? I don't know. There's some special. Range. Yeah, ranges, but they're, it's a. T- not a convection oven, but there I don't know. There's something else I think of in a minute. But anyhow, you get credits if your income is below a certain level. And I just got to tell you, I'm 100% confident that there won't be any fraud in this or abuse of that program. Wink, wink. Oh, my gosh. By the way, you touched on this uh, a minute ago off the air. Jim from Pontotoc asks... Did Biden say it was automatic, or we got to file something for student loan forgiveness? What did you find out? I haven't out? seen any rules as of yet for the uh, the forgiveness, but that has been a conversation I've seen more than once this morning. People are you said some people are kind of mad. Oh yeah, there are some people from the younger <laughs> generation that are really hacked off because they can't figure out if they're just going to be able to forget about their student loan or if they got to fill out a form. 
<laughs> so they might have to spend five minutes filling out a form to get ten grand, right? Oh, the horror! <laughs> oh, we, we've my. gone from you got me a car, but I wanted a pony too. I gotta unwrap the pony. <laughs> it's got a ribbon on it. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, we're spoiled, man. We're a bunch of spoiled dang brats, is what we are. And I tell you, government is a lot of the cause for that and the reason for that, in my opinion. They've spoiled us. It's true. So, looks like that's going to go through. A lot of people are not happy. I understand. I don't blame them. And it's a $300 billion cost. I mean, if you've got your student loan debt paid off, congratulations. You get to pay somebody else's off, too. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So... There have been some reactions from just everyday people. I got a couple here for you I'll share. In general, I'm skeptical of what the government does. <laughs> you don't say, <laughs> says Bruce Paulson of North Carolina. And I would be highly skeptical of the government forgiving all or part of a student loan. Okay, makes sense. To do that, Mr. Paulson adds, they would also be breaking contracts. That is correct, which is not good. So he's 42. He worked for two decades to pay off his student debt of nearly 28000 Said it took me 19 and a half years to pay it all off. He said he's very accomplishment, uh, very proud of that accomplishment. That's a long stretch of time, he said. If I had made the extra payments toward the principal those first few years, it would have taken, if I hadn't, hadn't made those extra payments, it would have taken much longer. Yeah, sure. So Yeah, taking the deferments definitely did not help me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it definitely helped me to keep my head above water at that point in time, but I, I could have hunkered down. But instead, I took the deferments, and the interest doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. That's correct. That's the way those things are structured. So, um, but here's another one. This is uh, Josiah Paletta of Ohio, teacher, husband, father of two. He said, my belief is that partial student loan forgiveness could be a potentially beneficial route for the state of the economy, but only if done correctly. He goes on to say, the administration should be focused on forgiving what you just said, Rhino, accrued interest before forgiving principal. Hmm. Principal is the amount that was agreed to be borrowed and paid back, but interest is money earned by the government. Government should not make money on the backs of its citizens. Ah, so taxpayers, see that's that's the problem here. Insert taxpayers where the word government exists in this statement from this fool here. Taxpayers should give and not only give loans and forgive them, interest-free loans and forgive them. Oh yeah, that's fair. What happened to the sense of equity? <laughs> We're upside down. We're spoiled. It's a damn racket, and the government char- uh, caused it. That's why. That's why it costs so dang much to go to college. It's causing government intervention. They'll never accept that. They will never acknowledge that. I don't. They believe it's noble. So noble that now people are saddled with this debt. It's crushing them. Oh, we're going to give it away. Look how good we are. We got some more to talk about uh, on that subject because it's, it's a big one. When we return here on Midday, stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and possible thunderstorms, high near 79. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely as well, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your Thursday, more rain in the forecast, 90% chance, high near 84. And finally, Friday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds. And that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer. You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world come to us. He's got the million dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry, you'll shop from 10 times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right diamond at the right price. The perfect diamond for her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about. Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready, we're ready at Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. And I want to shake your hand. And make her the happiest girl in the world. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The congressional midterm elections in Mississippi will be here before you know it, and State Senator Bryce Wiggins, who lost in the June Republican primary for House District 4, says overall he was discouraged by voter turnout across the board. This was important, and it was statewide. Congressional election that determines the future of the House of Representatives, and we had less than 15% turnout. We cannot continue that. In College Hill Presbyterian Church in Oxford, the site of Estelle and William Faulkner's wedding burned down two Saturdays ago, but that hasn't stopped the congregation from worshiping. As of now, all services have been moved to the Fellowship Hall across the street from what remains of the 1844 church, even though College Hill lost pretty much everything, including the original pews, officials are currently working to raise money to rebuild the church. 
Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi live from the element wealth studios on this rather way rainy hump day <laughs> oh gosh i went outside it looks like it's leaking a little bit out there in the building yeah just a little bit yeah but heck i tell you what it hasn't been tested like this uh since noah that's what i was gonna say if, uh, Although I think we've had one other time where it rained this many days in a row. God, dog. <laughs> At least since I've been down here. Yeah, it's a whole bunch. But nonetheless, so, all right, I got an idea about this student loan stuff. What you got? I think everyone who has their student loan forgiven should be required to read two books and then take a test on those two books. The two books are Capitalism and Freedom, and the other book is Free to Choose, both authored by my favorite economist, Uncle Milty, Milton Friedman. They need to read that. You're not entitled to this crap! See, that's the problem. We've built a society of wussies that think they're entitled to everything. You're not. You're not even entitled to not be offended. I know I've ranted on that before. And I say that because how much time and money and cycles are we churning up just trying to keep people from being offended? Use the wrong pronoun. Meltdown. 
Seriously. Even though they just changed it five minutes ago. <laughs> and may change it in five again. I'm laughing because it is fluid. It's crazy. It, it just truly is. They need to read Capitalism and Freedom and Free to Choose. I highly recommend both books, by the way. So straightforward, so common sense, so spot on. They need to read them. I just think it ought to be a requirement. In fact, if the best we can do while this thing's going down is that, because it sounds like that's all we can do at this point. Here's the other thing you know you're going to see. You're going to see more whataboutisms than maybe ever in the history of this country. And what I mean by that is, and they're all valid, they're all reasonable. What about me? I paid my loan off. What about people that have other forms of debt that are a result are a result of mismanagement by government, government intervention? What about me who didn't take out any debt? I mean, you can just go down the list. And they're, they're all valid squawks. What about? What about? What about? Because there's just no way to do this in a way that doesn't exhort such reaction. I don't think. It's natural reaction. I'm not benefiting. I was responsible. I took care of it for those who've paid their debt. Or those who are current, paying their debt and intended to. It's just, it's a, it's an impossible situation uh, and so here's the thing. I know a lot of people, their natural reaction is, they're just buying votes. Well, but when the NAACP comes out and condemns this action, how could that be buying votes? I wonder that. And it's not like they were shocked. No way the Biden administration was shocked at the NAACP's reaction. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm setting the bar too high, expecting that they would perhaps had this discussion with that organization. I don't know, before they took this action. But I, I think we're on the cusp of it. I really do. Now, the other thing that's deeply concerning, we just talked about Citibank's projection that inflation in the U.K., could hover up around 20%, 18 to 19% expected at this point, up to 20% in the first quarter of 2023. Well, this is an inflationary move. You're, you're essentially going to, once again, drop helicopter money on the country, and that is going to, that's inflationary. It's going to result in spending, which is going to drive the price up, and until the government realizes that the way to address inflation, and the Fed has very limited tools, and the only tool they have is only is to raise interest rates, which simply blunts demand. They don't have any tools to increase supply. So there's a dilemma that the Fed has got to deal with, and that is... What if these supply 
drivers of inflation, which is what it is. It's a function of supply not being able to keep up with demand. Well, what if that is here to stay for a while? Regardless of how high you raise interest rates, you can't go produce. That doesn't produce more oil, for example. That, so their monetary policy, which is what the Fed's responsible for, it doesn't fix bad fiscal policy, which is what the government's responsible for. But that's all they have. And we've heard the, the, the president and White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, and prior to that, Jen Psaki, tell us that the president believes the Fed is in control and will use its tools to curb inflation. They just don't. They just give zero consideration to the notion that fiscal policy could, in fact, in, instill and encourage and promote supply as a way to combat inflation. They never think about that. And, in fact, in this Inflation Reduction Act, which has zero policies, that will stimulate supply in order to curb inflation. Zero policies in it. When, when they get questioned about, well, gosh, a, a number of economists have analyzed this thing and said it's really not, does it reduce inflation as the name suggests, the title of the bill suggests. When they get asked about that, you remember what they always said was, well, you've got to look at the top. And what they're saying is you've got to look at the giveaways that the reforms in prescription drug pricing in Medicare and all these credits for electric hot water heaters and appliances and solar panels and EVs and upgrading your power panel, your electrical power panel at your home, which, by the way, the purpose of that credit is, is that the assumption is, of course, the premise is where you're going to buy, you're going to convert to electric appliances and hot water heaters which are going to consume more electricity, you're going to need more uh, an increase in the capacity and so forth of your power panel, your circuit breaker panel we're talking about here, maybe the wiring in your house, and there's a $4,000 credit available for that. I'm still scratching my head at who in the heck is going to run down and buy a electric appliances that meets the, by the way, the income threshold, which is 80% of the area income in central Mississippi, that works out to be, I think when I looked this up, Rhino, it's on the HUD website. That's a figure that is maintained and published by Housing and Urban Development. It's used, by the way, in determining uh, housing uh, assistance. Federal housing assistance payments are determined based on area income. Therefore, HUD maintains it and publishes it. And I think when I looked up the Jackson metro area, if I'm not mistaken, the area income is 35 to 40 K, something like that. It's, it, you see that? So 80% of that, you can do the math there. I, I'm just curious as to how many of such households are going to run down to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy themselves an electric oven. Or a hot water heater, and and uh, increase the capacity, upgrade their power panel in their home. I can see them getting the money. 
at the point of sale and working something out. Just all kinds of crazy machinations and schemes to defraud the taxpayers. Not the government, the taxpayers. But I just don't see those people running out to, oh, good, I'm going to get me an electric hot water heater today. And by the way, I'm going to upgrade my power panel while I'm at it. Hell, they're trying to put food on the table. Figure out how to get to work. Pay the gas to do so. And all the other trials and tribulations and challenges of life. I just don't think they're putting that at the top of the list. These people are, are so myopic and just do not understand basic human nature. And that's why all these laws are so flawed. Because they don't consider that. We'll come right back in the Element Well Studios. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. This is Dave Lugel, Canon Nissan of Jackson. What's new, Dave? New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has announced details of the USDA's $300 million investment, including the American Rescue Plan funds and a new organic transition initiative that will help build new and better markets and streams of income for farmers and producers. Organic production allows producers to hold a unique position in the marketplace and thus take home a greater share of the food dollar. The initiative will deliver wraparound technical assistance, including farmer-to-farmer mentoring, provide direct support through conservation financial assistance, and additional crop insurance assistance, and support market development projects in targeted markets. Farmers face challenging technical, cultural, and market shifts while transitioning to organic production and even during the first years after successful organic certification, according to Vilsack. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Super Talk Mississippi. Days is back with you live from the Element Wealth Studios. Also, don't forget, join Sports Talk Mississippi tomorrow, Copiah Lincoln Community College in Wesson. That's where they're going to be for the ninth annual King's Daughters Medical Center kickoff classic. We'll be there to kick off the 2022 high school football season with a huge local rivalry game between the Lawrence County Cougars and the Brookhaven Panthers. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be at the top of the hill at Stone Stadium, and it's all brought to you by King's Daughters Medical Center in Brookhaven. They'll have to be at the top of the hill to avoid the flooding. That's that's true. Forgot about that. Uh, So, for for your little light reading, the Wall Street Journal has published, I kid you not, a guide to student loans. Now, this isn't anything new that just came about. It's just something I came across. <laughs> it is 148 pages. Guide <laughs> to student loans. And it starts out in Chapter 1, Student Loans 101 is the name of the chapter. Wasn't that cute, the way they put a little pun in there? How debt works why to, in parentheses, sometimes avoid it, and how schools pitch it. Hmm. Interesting. All right, so the New York Times just published, literally while we were on the break, they released a, a fairly comprehensive rundown of uh, Biden's plan to cancel $10,000 in student loan debt for borrowers who earn less than $125,000. So one of the things that uh, is also going to occur is that the interest rate, I think I got this right, I didn't know this was going to happen, let's see if I can find it, that the interest rate is going to be reduced on outstanding debt. 
Interesting. So, see if I can find it here. Yeah, so you, we're going to have uh, an extension of the pause that occurred during March of 2020. I think we pointed that out yesterday. Pause in repayment of student loans. That's been in effect. And it's been labeled as the final pause. The final pause, yeah. Well, it's not because it's being extended until the end of the year. Quote, now that's the final pause. That All right. Here's what the president said. This was his statement with respect to his announcement on canceling $10,000 of debt. He says, in keeping with my campaign promise, my administration is announcing a plan to give working and middle-class families breathing room. You know, he likes to say that all the time. He invokes that, that phrase, breathing room, says his dad used to use it on a regular basis. He says that we're announcing a plan to give working and middle-class families breathing room as they prepare to resume federal student loan payments in January 2023. There's your final pause, right? That's what he said in a Twitter post. All right, he says, here we go, Rhino. Also said with, that with undergraduate loans, those payments would be capped when they resume at 5%, it's not the interest rate, it's a cap on the on the payments, as a percent of monthly income. 5% of monthly income, I believe it's presently 10%. That's what the, that's what the article here in the Times says. Depends on your payment, yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, says that the debt forgiveness is a lot, a whole lot less than what the Democrats wanted. They wanted 50 grand. Some wanted all of it, all 1.7 trillion. By the way, that's held by 43 million people. Uh, have a collective amount of 1.7 trillion of debt. And I want to say more than 50 percent of all student loan debt is graduate studies. That is true. Which you would expect are folks that uh, are at the higher end of the income scale, right? Oh yeah, MBAs, doctors, lawyers, yep. all that terminal degree people. Academia so, mostly in the higher levels. Yep. $1.6 By the way, that's more than Americans owe on auto loans, uh, credit card, and con any consumer debt um, other than mortgages. $1.6 Wow. So the Democrats say that this is necessary to address racial disparities. Still don't get that. I, I don't get it. I, I just don't understand. I mean, so the 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 uh, it's the, because by a tiny sliver, African American women hold more debt than anyone else, broken down demographically. Okay, that's, that's the only leg they have to stand on for that. It, more African American women as a demographic, or they own the the, the African American women who have student loan debt have a higher amount. Okay, I got you. An individual higher amount. Correct. Okay, I got you. So By about five hundred to a thousand dollars out of an average of thirty something thousand. So they automatically conclude that there's some disparity, some institutional racism at work, and right, right, yeah, I got. You. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, everything is explained by that. We'll come right back here on middays. It's time for Super Talk News, Fox News. We're in the Element Well Studios. We got an hour left. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. 
is a Fox News alert. I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden expected to speak on plans to cancel thousands of dollars worth of federal student loans for some borrowers. We're going to hear from the president in the Roosevelt Room, but he just tweeted this. In keeping with my campaign promise, my administration is announcing a plan to give working and middle class families breathing room as they prepare to resume federal student loan debt payments in January 2023. I'll have more details this afternoon. Fox's Jackie Heinrich. This plan lobbing off $10,000 for folks making less than 125 grand a year, 20,000 if you got a Pell Grant, getting some bipartisan reaction. Some Democrats are even saying it could blow back on them in the midterms. And more evidence of a weak housing market pending home sales slipped 1% from June to July, according to the National Association of Realtors. Compared with a year ago, sales were down almost 20%. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Joe Biden has announced his plans to forgive student loans for many borrowers. The plan includes forgiving $10,000 for borrowers who make less than $125,000 a year. The president also added that the amount of forgiveness will be higher for low-income borrowers who went to college on Pell Grants. Jared Halpern has the details. Student loan borrowers earning $125,000 a year or less will be eligible to have as much as $20,000 of that student debt canceled under a plan announced by President Biden. As much as $20,000 in debt will be forgiven for students who attended a college on a Pell Grant. Non-Pell Grant federal student loans will be forgiven up to $10,000. President Biden also says the pause on repaying federal student loans will be extended one final time through the end of the year. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. Blues Traveler with Government Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at twilightms.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
College football kicks off for Mississippi State in a week and a half, and questions are surrounding the Bulldogs' wide receiving group that is losing production from Makai Polk and Malik Heath. When asked who will step up to lead the charge for the Bulldogs, Neil Price, the voice of Mississippi State, said he believes that a combination of guys will split the numbers. But they got a, a lot of guys at those outside spots, too, who are pushing him and pushing one another. So I think what's probably more likely is instead of having one guy who has the kind of numbers that Makai Polk had a season ago, I think it's, it's more that you're going to have a combination of guys who are going to split those numbers at positions, and hopefully that means you're going to see more guys rotating in and out, people are going to be fresher, and that offense is going to be able to play faster because of it. The Bulldogs open their season at home in a revenge match against the Memphis Tigers on Saturday, September 3rd. You've been listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone to midday super talk mississippi we are live in the element well studios hour three of the program on this hump day and a rainy one at that so I, i'm by the way getting uh texts from several friends uh, including my family about this rain and flooding my good friend senator josh harkins happens to be in uh traveling in the jackson area a few moments ago and was around Ridgewood Road, uh, around the Jackson Academy campus, sent me a couple of videos. Wow. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Interstate 20 uh, westbound, I believe, between Morton and Forest. I could have that wrong. But there's a stretch of I-20 that is shut down because currently there's a river running across the interstate. Unbelievable. My wife just said that Ridgewood Road here in central Mississippi in Jackson by Repeat Street is closed. Purple Creek is overflowing. That is a creek that uh, meanders around uh, northeast Jackson. And uh, also, my daughter 
wrote said that they're rescuing people from homes in Rankin County? And Can Public Schools is dismissing, or did dismiss, at 11 o'clock due to flooding. So it's, uh, it's a real deal. Just looking at the radar, what do you see, though, Rhino? It, it, right now we're in a hole, I guess, between the rain. Yeah, right just, now the, the worst part of the rain is sitting between Columbus and Hattiesburg, uh, right along I-20 and south of that, but yeah. there is another nasty group of cells in southwest Mississippi crossing the Louisiana-Mississippi state line. They're right there at the southwestern corner that appears to be making its way easterly and northerly. So, uh, yeah, yeah, central and south Mississippi are going to get more rain. And uh, there's the potential that the storm could grow into north Mississippi for some parts, especially northeast Mississippi. So, yeah, be weather aware. And if you are in low-lying areas, just remember they're going to be about 14 inches of rain in some localized places. So be aware. Yeah, just looking Turn at around, uh, don't drown. yeah, exactly. I'm just looking if you if you sort of uh, drew a line, imagine a line that uh, would have I-20 at the top, and I guess going south, Monticello, Bassfield, uh, over across to the Alabama line. That's just like almost solid yellow and orange, right? Just really hard, intense rain falling right now. So okay. Um, the student loan cancellation deal, it's headlines everywhere now. Uh, you see, you're see, you seeing that. And uh, it turns out, by the way, I think you said something about this, uh, Rhino. We're, we're asking about this um, during the break. Pell Grants are eligible for an additional $10,000. So it's $10,000 for a government-funded student loan, and then an additional $10,000 for Pell Grants. Interesting. We already talked about the change in the payment uh, structure from 10% of monthly income to 5 and then the pausing of repayment has been extended through the end of the year. Now, the question is, will this help politically? Is this a political move? Well, I think you could rationally say that. I mean, given the timing of it, because why do you wait till now? Maybe, I don't know, thought didn't need it. You know, we're riding high, and maybe now that things are starting to get a little dicey, you're getting closer, and it could be because I think uh, a, a good argument could be made that because we're at the end of the present pause. What are we going to do? We're just going to pause it again? We Which is what they've done, what, five, six yeah. times running now? You and you certainly don't think they would uh, wouldn't it wouldn't be reasonable to assume they would do that two months out of the midterms. I think that would be politically devastating. So it turns out there are reports that inside the president's orbit in the White House, aides were debating the political and economic ramifications of uh, this move of this decision. And some were saying, well, this could be seen as a giveaway that would be an affront, as we discussed in the last segment, to those who did pay off their loans. Or never took them out in the first place. Right. That's right. Or, or never had any, and uh, because we're all paying directly or indirectly, as the case may be. 
Some also said, you know what, you may be in trouble down the road in that you may lack the legal authority to do this. It gets challenged, the whole thing gets reversed. I don't know how the heck that would work out when you've already done some forgiveness. I mean, they would come back and reverse that and increase your principal. That would, whew, that would be a bad political deal. And, and then some of the aides said, maybe we ought to work with Congress on this instead of just taking executive action, which is still potentially subject to a challenge. And then there's the issue of, would this be inflationary? We already have rampant inflation. Folks aren't happy about that. Crushing the middle class. Would this simply amplify that? And his economic advisors, it is being reported, made the case to the president. Honestly, I can't even see him having a conversation. As terrible as that sounds, do you see him sitting in the Oval Office with economic advisors having a deep dive discussion, an analytical discussion about forgiveness of student loan and its potential impact? on the economy, on inflation, politically? Why am I having a hard time envisioning that occurring? I, I really wonder about that. But anyhow, so his, um, his aides say that it would have a negligible effect on rising consumer prices. Now, I don't know how they come up with that. Uh, the chief of staff, Ron Klain, who's really incompetent, honestly, advised that providing relief could galvanize young voters who were increasingly frustrated with the president. How about that? You could galvanize them into your court, Mr. President. <laughs> Unbelievable. But there we go. More money, more money, more money. More money. I mean, this whole idea of trying to tackle the debt of the $31 trillion of debt and the trillion-dollar-plus deficits. And don't forget, just a couple of months ago, the president and Corinne Jean-Pierre were really boasting about how they had uh, reduced the deficit from the prior year. Well, yeah, because you passed a law that cost $1.9 trillion in one year. So you got that added to the debt and, of course, boosting the deficit. And, uh, by the way, that was a one-year deal. That's different from normal budgetary matters and normal bills. That was a one-year deal. Well, yeah, so you don't have that repeated this year. That would be, by the way, the American Rescue Plan we were talking about. And you're taking victory laps on that? That makes no sense. Uh, I... I don't, I don't really get that. Um, so if you're in the private sector and you know you lost a billion dollars one year, and the next year you lost half a billion, you're bragging about that? Oh, look what we did. We cut the losses. Oh, but you're still losing money. You still suck. Just unbelievable. So anyhow, there's no interest in even discussing that and reining that in. Still going to be a trillion-dollar deficit. And by the way, to a great extent, that's a result of record revenues that are being produced under the Trump tax plan. And the individual income tax, we should remind once again, to keep this on the 
on the front burner here, the individual income tax provisions, substantial cuts uh, in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act enacted in 2017, signed by President Trump, expire. Into 25. Go away. Gone. If there's not a change in government and government control, they're gone. And uh, we would revert back to the Obama-era individual tax structure, and we're all going to pay more money if that happens. Not even being talked about. It's amazing. It's not even being talked about. So here we go, folks. we got a lot of texts that have rolled in. We really appreciate it. We're going to get to those when we return and have some lively discussion, I'm sure. Here in the Element Well Studios, it's middays, and we're coming right back. the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and possible thunderstorms high near 79. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely as well. Mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your Thursday, more rain in the forecast. 90% chance, high near 84. And finally, Friday, a 50-50 shot of rain. Partly sunny, high near 86. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs. I have another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fixit, your local handyman just building a business. Holy freaking drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video. And new customers are still flying in. American Small Business booms on TikTok. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialist. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialist has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialist, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. 
After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. in the Element Well Studios. You'll forgive us as Rhino and I enjoy a little pizza. So, where did pizza come from? Who did that? A gift from the corner office. Oh, okay. I would presume. Okay. Well, we are very appreciative of oh, that. Oh, yeah. Certainly are. And it's hot. It's always we, good when you get hot it's pizza. It's good when it's hot. I agree. So, we're but, enjoying a little pizza here in the Element Well Studios. I was going to say, pizza is also one of the few things that's almost as good cold. A lot of people do like it cold. Especially for breakfast. Uh, not me, but I know a lot of people that do. Okay. <laughs> Have it for supper the night before, leave a few pieces for in the morning in the fridge, get up, cold pizza for breakfast. It's the breakfast of champions. Okay. Hmm. I have to think or about bachelor, that. one of the two. <laughs> cold, now, people eat cold chicken, too, right, for oh, breakfast. Yeah. Pretty common. Although... Hmm. When I think of chicken and breakfast, I think of chicken and waffles, and I want that chicken to be fried chicken and hot. Okay. Makes sense. Chicken but and But I waffles. have seen people have chicken and waffles with cold chicken. Yeah. Cold chicken, hot waffles. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. So the president has released a fact sheet from the White House on student loan forgiveness. I'm looking at it presently. And, uh, gee, somebody spent a lot of time writing all this stuff up, as is usually the case. And uh, it starts out, you know, it's, it, it's, you always have to have these sort of feel-good, virtuous kinds of statements. Here we go. President Biden believes that a post-high school education should be a ticket to a middle-class life, but for too many, the cost of borrowing for college is a lifelong burden that deprives them of that opportunity. During the campaign, he promised to provide student debt relief. Today, the administration is following through on that promise and providing families breathing room 
as they prepare to start repaying loans after the economic crisis brought on by the pandemic. And then it, it's got all sorts of statistics showing the rise in the cost of a college education going back to 1980 to present day. And, and what it's... Oh golly, there's... They're just snake oil salesmen at the end of the day. So it shows this two lines on a line graph, and just imagine the axes, the uh, x-axis being the cost, and the y, which by the way is in increments of two thousand dollars, two, four, six, eight, ten, etc. And on the y are the school years, 8081, 82, 83, all the way through 2021. And what it shows is the Pell Grants remaining fairly level through that period. And then the, the other line shows the, the trend of in, the increase in cost of public education. So further out in time you go from 1980 to 2021, you see the gap widen between those lines. Bell Grants at the bottom, fairly level, cost of a college education continues to trend upward. Just imagine in your head there, left to right. Lower on the left, higher on the right, as you go from 8081 on the left to 2021 on the right. So they're making this point. This is why we got to do this, right? Well, it's because you started paying for it, subsidizing it. <laughs> why don't they understand that just simple concept? It just recently happened when you announced $7,500 EV credits, and in less than 24 hours, two major manufacturers <laughs> announced price increases for their EVs of roughly that amount. Because nobody really, nobody really seems to care or be concerned about, oh, it's government money, like it's not real money. It's, uh, you know, it doesn't affect me. Well, of course it does. And that's why they got to go read Free to Choose and Freedom and Capitalism by Uncle Milton Friedman to understand those basic, simple concepts of economics. So, anyhow, there was a question on the ceasefire text line. This is Chris, no, excuse me, Jamie Smith from Oxford. Will Biden mail students a $10,000 check to pay the student loans? And Again, I haven't seen all the details of what the logistics. What do you see? You I'm looking through them right now, okay. and uh, they are saying the you'll have to fill out an application. Okay. The application will be available before the pause on federal student loan repayments ends on December 31st. And if you would like to be notified by the Department of Education when the application is open, you can sign up at the Department of Education subscription page. They're saying nearly 8 million borrowers may be eligible to receive relief automatically because relevant income data is already available yep. at the Department of Education. But if they don't have your income data, then you will have to fill out an application. And we did have a question about the, the differentiation between the $10,000 of, of college debt or student loan debt versus the $20,000 for Pell Grant, because typically a Pell Grant doesn't have to be paid back. Right. Unless you don't complete the academic year in which you got the Pell Grant. That's right. It's a grant. Not a loan. That's why it's called a Pell Grant. And it's for low-income uh, households to for an education. By the way, uh, this was asked yesterday, Rhino, and I'm looking at the White House 
fact sheet says, thanks to the American Rescue Plan, this debt relief will not be treated as taxable income. There you go. So there you go, folks. Yesterday we said we weren't sure, but what I, I did say was I was aware of $32 billion of debt has been forgiven through the American Rescue Plan through various programs, which have existed, by the way, for a while, those programs of debt forgiveness and various qualifications for that and criteria to meet them. But it was enhanced in the American Rescue Plan. And the American Rescue Plan did, and that was passed by Congress, that did exempt those cancellations of debt from income. So somehow they're piggybacking uh, this onto that. I don't know how they're doing. But but nonetheless, there you go. There's not also taxable. some changes in repayment if you are not eligible for the student debt cancellation or if your student debt exceeds the amount canceled. The rules would require borrowers to pay no more than 5% of the discretionary income monthly. Right. That's down from the 10%. We talked about that. Yep. It also raises the amount of income that's considered non-discretionary income which is therefore protected from repayment. And they're saying that it guarantees no borrower earning under 225% of the federal poverty level, which is roughly equivalent to 15 an hour, 40 hours a week. Yep. You will not have to make a monthly payment if you make less than that. Okay, it's about thirty grand for an individual. That's the way it works out. Also, there will be forgiven loan balances after 10 years of payments instead of 20, 20. years. For borrowers with a loan balance of $12,000 or less, and they will cover the borrower's unpaid monthly interest so that the income-driven repayment plans, that your balance won't grow as long as you make a monthly payment, and that also includes if your payment is zero due to the non-discretionary income threshold. Right. So back to Jamie's. Basically, if you make less than 225% of the federal poverty level, you don't have to worry about it, right? Because you're not going to have to pay it, and then as long as you get ten years of not having to pay it in order, which you're not having to pay it, yep. it gets written off. There, there should be some analysis, should there not, into a situation where someone has student debt and they're making 225 percent of the federal poverty level or less. It's thirty grand a year. That. So somebody didn't get their money's worth from that education. And you know what? You can't put that totally at the feet of the student because somebody persuaded them. Now, you got to be responsible, I hear you. And I mean, I, if you've got a major in underwater basket weaving with a minor in I, Russian I literature from the 1600s, you can't really expect to make a living with that knowledge. I agree. You know, the problem I have with all of this stuff, whether it's the Inflation Reduction Act, and we discussed this yesterday, and I got pretty fired up about it, or whether it's paying for an education, higher education. We don't seem to measure the outcomes beyond you graduated. I, I just don't, I don't know how much information is available in a, on a formal basis. I mean, like down to the major level, right, what you majored in, and and um, and then apply that across those who graduated from a particular institution. How are they doing economically? I mean, that's what that's the goal, not just to get a degree. That ain't squat. That's just your license to go do something.
That's all that is. You paid your dues. Now you can go do something. You haven't done anything yet except complete the course of study to earn a degree. I'm not minimizing that, but now the heavy lifting starts where you start producing and contributing to society. We'll take a break here on Middays. We're coming right back. The Southern Business Institute is proud to bring you Collab South. Whether you are a new business or a business that has been around a long time, this is a great place to get up-to-date information on business in Mississippi. Our one-day event gives you access to business information right here in Mississippi. Locate, connect, and collaborate with other local business owners. Find resources and information to help you manage your business, get answers to questions from like-minded business owners, and share resources to help others. The event is August the 26th at the Country Club of Jackson from 8 to 5 p.m. Seating is limited, so visit southernbusinessinstitute.com for tickets today. Did you know that the average diamond changes hands five times before it ever reaches a jewelry store? And every time, the price goes up. That's nuts. And that's why the world's finest diamond cutters come directly to Judica Jewelry. There's no one else between you and your diamond. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein, because we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the diamonds of average jewelry stores. From cushion cuts to princess cuts, ovals, marquee, and classic round brilliance, they are all here at Juniker Jewelry. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. We even have interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So guys, you can do this. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. What's nuts would be to shop anywhere else. Juniker Jewelry, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. This is Dave Lovell, Canon Nissan of Jackson. What's new, Dave? New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer. The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Joe Biden has announced his plans to forgive student loans for many borrowers. The plan includes forgiving $10,000 for borrowers who make less than $125,000 a year. The president also added that the amount of forgiveness will be higher for low-income borrowers who went to college on Pell Grants. Jared Halpern has the details. 
Student loan borrowers earning $125,000 a year or less will be eligible to have as much as $20,000 of that student debt canceled under a plan announced by President Biden. As much as $20,000 in debt will be forgiven for students who attended a college on a Pell Grant. Non-Pell Grant federal student loans will be forgiven up to $10,000. President Biden also says the pause on repaying federal student loans will be extended one final time through the end of the year. Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum, Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event, as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 till 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's see, that's about 1973 or 4. Just a guess. What do you come up with? Redbone bumping us into this segment. Recorded in 73 and released January of 1974. I nailed it. I only remember it because I was in high school at the time and... And uh, it was a popular song on the radio back then. I just can kind of remember being in a friend's VW Beetle with the uh, the top, the uh, what do you call it, sunroof. They used to have one of those things on that. It leaked all the time, of course. Moonroof, sunroof, whatever you want to call it. Wasn't electric. You had to pull it off. Um, okay, so some interesting statistics about the student loan forgiveness. There is uh, a couple of groups who have done uh, models, have modeled who would be affected. And let's see, the Brookings Institute is one. And they said that 62% of canceled student loan dollars would go to 
white borrowers, while 25% would go to black borrowers. That's under this program of canceling $10,000 for those earning less than $125,000. Interesting. So here's another uh, interesting set of statistics I came across regarding the state of Mississippi. We are 21st in terms of average student debt, 18th proportion of students with debt. This is interesting here. Student debt as a percentage of income adjusted for the cost of living, we are number one. Number one. I think that honestly is probably probably the most meaningful metric of all. We are 11th in terms of unemployment rate of population age 25 to 34, but our labor participation rate, I think, is the worst in the country. We're fourth in terms of percent of student loans past due or in default. And sixth, as it relates to availability of student jobs. On the ceasefire text line, Gary and Meridian, so I, um, you know, I said earlier, this is going to prompt and, and, uh, stimulate, I think, more whataboutisms. And I hear you, Gary. I'm not, I'm not trying to whatsoever be critical of what you're saying here. He says, what about the veterans who gave up X number of years and were given the GI Bill? Can we get those years back? I, I mean, it's because you've taken a very specific target of people and in this case, who, who went into debt knowingly, willingly, voluntarily took this debt out, and I think with the expectation you're going to pay it back, of course. You signed a contract saying you would. And I think this probably infuriates people more than even just new welfare programs do. Child tax credits, for example. Because in that case, People didn't sign up for it. They didn't agree to it. They uh, voluntarily. And I, I just feel like this really grinds people's gears even more so because, first, it's it's uh, 150 grand a year. You're you're not broke, uh, but you qualify 125. Excuse me, 125. 250 for a couple. Two, is it? You sure? I've, I've seen that. Yeah. So I wonder. Uh, well, that answers the question because yesterday we were we were searching for information related to uh, how will the income be measured. It's the individual borrower, right? One hundred twenty-five. Correct. Okay. So, uh, nonetheless, though, I I think the point I'm trying to make. I you guys may not agree with this, but it this seems to really aggravate people and 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 get their their gander up just because. It's you agreed to pay this back and you're not, and it only applies to people who did agree to the, this debt, these loans. But you know, you could make the same argument, and that okay, well, if I have children, I'm going to get money from the government. But if I don't, I I don't get money from the government. I, you just don't see as much objection to that. What as much comparative whataboutism. I guess so. In the case of Gary, who makes a great point, I hear him, and he makes sense. 
Casey Gary says, well, what about those who gave up to serve our country in the military? I don't know that he would say that, and I'm just speculating here, Gary, when we talk about increasing child tax credits. You wouldn't say, well, gee, I served in the military. Why are these people getting more child tax credits? You know, you see what I'm saying there. I, and so the, the what about isms are going to be off the charts, and well, they should, because once again, you've targeted a specific demographic. Happens to be, which is just blows me away, 46 million? 46 million with its debt. Um, and, and so 46 million, however many of those that have incomes below the eligibility threshold of 125 are going to get 10K? Forgiven. Now, here's the other thing to keep in mind. It's not as if the taxpayers are going to see their taxes increase as a result of this. So, while it is true that others who are not getting this debt forgiven are also subsidizing it, paying for it, essentially, it comes indirectly. It comes on what economists call a distributional basis. And what is meant by that is this is likely to increase inflation. And it's not they're not going to increase your taxes. It's going to increase debt, increase the deficit, and those usually are inflationary actions. So that's how it costs you more money. It's not that the government's going to say, hey, look, you know that debt we forgave for your neighbor down the street? Here's a bill for you. you got to pay it. That won't happen. And the tax income tax structure is not going to change as a result of this. There's no offsetting revenue, which is really even more bizarre when you think about it. And by the way, that would require congressional action. But we just had a giant bill. And so, but think about this. If you'd have dumped this $300 billion in that bill, then the bill doesn't meet the requirements to get passed. You see the duplicity and the deception and the schemes that get cooked up? That's $300 billion. Hell, the whole Green New Deal spending climate change crap in the bill, it's 400 and something. This is $300. $300 billion. And there's no offsetting revenue. But yet, we're still... We're still bragging in the Biden administration about how this is going to reduce the deficit. And then two days later, they forgive $300 billion. Just be honest. You don't run a business that way. Well, okay, I got these expenses over here, and even though I'm actually having to pay for these over here, I'm just not going to include those in my financial statements. That's essentially what we're doing here. What we're doing. So I say again to those who would uh, who, who like to use the refrain, you can't run government like a business. Right. Because you couldn't forgive $300 billion of student loans without some offsetting revenue. Because you go bankrupt. And by the way, when you have the sort of debt that we have and the deficits we have, no private business could sustain that. For any period of time, the government benefits by having their own money printing machine. So all that's just upside down. It's just incredible. I read an article, oh, 
that said puberty blockers cause the brains of children to swell on the ceasefire tax line. That is one symptom. There's so many problems with it. Blindness, brittle bones, all kind of stuff. I want to say that I saw a report yesterday that the American, I think I got this right, the American Pediatric Association? Is, it, is there an APA or is there some association of pediatric... American ph- Academy of Pediatrics? I think that's it, yeah. Uh, I said APA, it's AAP, right? Yeah. Have issued some statements where they're not endorsing use of puberty blockers? You see anything about that? I, I, something came across that I caught, and so... Which are, you wouldn't expect that out of these sorts of associations and academies because they're generally fairly left-leaning, but now they're warning about this use of puberty blockers, which, of course, there are gazillions of reports of all sorts of negative um, health consequences of use of them in children. We'll see what we can find. appreciate Ben from Madison says, the role of government shouldn't be constantly invading people's lives. Sometimes the best thing the government could do is just stay the heck out of the way. I'm with you, Ben. Tell that to uh, the big government people that are in charge right now that honestly think just the opposite of what you and I think with respect to that. They think government is the solution to every single problem. we got the final segment coming up. Stay with us. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Denman Ferguson, Realtor with Four Corner Properties, serving Mississippi and beyond. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home or wanting that special family recreational hunting track, give me a call and I will assist you throughout the process from searching, listing, to closing. Call me, Denman, at 601-214-6433 or call the office at 601-952-2828. Please call me with all your real estate needs. Thank you. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, 
You can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power Systems offers a full line of Briggs & Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674, to discuss a standby generator for your home. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Final segment, Super Talk Mississippi, on this hump day. So, yeah, did a little research on the break, looking for some information on the Academy, American Academy of Pediatricians. And and so it appears that uh, a story first appeared in the Wall Street Journal about a week or so ago on that. And Rhino and I both read it, both came away thinking, well, the main takeaway from here is that looks like Last year, there was more support for affirmative surgery amongst the academy than there is this year. It's gone down somewhat, but this uh, member, who I believe penned this op-ed, this column, basically did it to inform that they really don't want to even talk about it or debate it. That's what I got of it. I think, it's, once again, it's fear of the mob, right? Oh, yeah. It's fear of the repercussions from the mob. Whether that be the loony activists on the left that it's my way or the highway, and if you're not 100% lockstep, you're intolerant. Yeah. That's or it. it's the quote-unquote stochastic terrorism of the far right. Right. Calling out and basically just reposting their own words and using them against them. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. I, I just know, and I don't know anything about the this uh, Academy of Pediatricians, 
I just know anecdotally from talking to my doctor friends, they've all pretty much written off the AMA, the American Medical Association. It's just a bunch of woke social justice warrior leftists. And I think we discussed quite a bit on the program various reports on uh, their activities, documents they've produced, and the position papers and so forth. And yeah, they are just a big social justice organization. Very little in there about, I don't know, actually improving the quality of health care. They don't seem to be focused on that. Maybe it's silly on my part to think that's what they ought to be doing. On the ceasefire tax line, if you paid your loans, would you get a rebate? No. So again, all valid questions. And, again, I put that in the category of what about, again, a reasonable thought from our listener here, but that's not how it's going to work. Can't decide how federal money will be spent. Would this include student loans? So this is from the Truman Library, a document sent from Willis and Hattiesburg, what the president can and cannot do. I think it's safe to say that the executive branch has pushed the envelope over the last few years in issuing executive orders and essentially governing by executive order and goes back to, I guess, uh, my first memory of when it really you started to pay attention to that's when Obama said after the midterms, when he got shellacked, as he called it, a shellacking 2010, I have a pen and a phone. Who could forget that? And that's what he was talking about. And let's be honest, President Trump did it too. They all have. And again, it's because you got to have 60 votes in the Senate to get through the filibuster to do anything other than pass these tricked-up bills through the budget reconciliation process. It's exactly what we got, uh, what we just did, what we just saw, I should say, with the Inflation Reduction Act, unless you can persuade enough of the other party to uh, see it your way. That's what happened when the bipartisan infrastructure bill was passed in November, 14 Republicans signed on, and then the CHIPS Act, 17, and once again, these were gigantic spending measures without any offsetting revenues. It's as if, when you run your household, right, before you go make an expenditure, it doesn't matter what it is. What is the first thing you do? Look in your bank account. How much money do I have? If you're committing to a long-term purchase, or you're going to finance it, a a car, a house, a major item, you're going to think about, well, gee, how does that fit in with my monthly budget to make sure I can live, pay my other bills, etc.? The government doesn't do that. They just say, well, this sounds like a good idea. Okay, it costs uh, $1.2 trillion. Oh, no problem. Where do I sign up? I mean, that's what happens. So it's, it's, it's a political calculation. And I think in the case where Republicans agreed to and supported both of those bills, I think that was a political calculation for, I don't know, favors in the future or getting reelected or getting donations from lobbyists, whatever. That's how that works. Bo in Indianola. So now Biden has almost broke me this year. If diesel would just stay the same price, I would have $60,000 in the bank. And now i got to pay debt for doctors. I got my education at MDOC. They have free admission. Thank you for that, Bo. Mark my word, says Mo Mose, if by some freak of nature the Democrats remain in power after the elections, they will push through reparations for slavery. I believe that would be the final straw that destroys the republic. I don't think there's any question they're going to do that. One thing we know for sure is if they're able to control the House and the Senate and the White House, you're going to see major tax 
increases that'll make what we just saw look like nothing. Is the 10K household income or just a person who has a loan? Yeah, that's 125000 By the way, 10K is the amount of the forgiveness, 125000 Best Rhino, and I can tell in all the reading, it applies to the single borrower. That is the income threshold, 125000 So lots more text. Sorry we didn't get to them all today, folks, uh, but we're going to continue the discussion tomorrow in the Element Well Studios. Until then, stay safe and God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.